BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning guest, director, actor, comedian, Alex Anderson. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Kate. I feel like my awkward energy is totally taking over the whole thing. That sounded like I called you on a phone and you were like, hello? (laughs) Look, I feel like this is what your audience, like, loves about you, and this is what they want, so I don't, you know. Yeah. That's true. I yeah. can't. I can't pretend to be like I can't be like one of those perfect. What do you call it? Like radio jockeys, where they're like, "Hello, welcome." Like, <laughs> and that's not what the people want. That is not what the people want. It's not what they want. So let's okay. So let's get into this. Alex just put out a movie. He produced, directed, and if I'm messing anything up, correct me. Um, also starred in with other amazing comedians and actors. Timing is the movie, and it's out right now on Amazon Prime. I was in it. Kate Hello. was great in it. You were great in it. I thank you for being in it. Yeah, so let's what made you want to create a whole movie? This was about how long ago did we do this? Was it two or three years ago? Ugh, it was it was like three. Yeah, it was like three. It takes a while, though, to edit it and get it right. Like, you put a lot of effort and money into it. So it took For time. sure. For sure. And it would have been out a, a year ago if I hadn't gotten ripped off uh, financially by someone. So, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> yeah. Farmer's bitch, though. So if that person's listening, you're screwed. <laughs> spiritual universe. Buddy. Spiritually. Yes. Definitely yeah. spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Uh, after those legal matters were taken care of, you were able to finally, I don't even know if they're fully taken care of, but we don't need to talk about legal issues on here. But you know what I'm saying? Yes. You finally yes. got it out. Yes, it's out. I'm so excited. Um, your question was what made me want to take that on? Was that the question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be uh, I, I mean, I wanted to make it, uh, I wanted to make a movie and uh, I, I, viewed it kind of as a learning experience. I had made something else. Uh, I, the year before, I had shot a pilot with a friend, and it hadn't come out quite as good as I had hoped. And so I wanted to just kind of get better at that type of thing uh, was the initial impetus. And you then, killed it with timing. So, sorry? You killed it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad uh, you're saying that. And I'll I'll say I was nervous about comedians' responses just because, you know, it's you're going into that world and who knows it better. But I've been getting I've been getting some good feedback. You know, comedians actually seem to be uh, comedians actually seem to be liking it and not hating on it, which is which is great. Yeah, because it's a movie about stand up comedy, and. It stars Mike Cannon, who's a legit, real New York City comedian and actor. And then Gracie Carley, Chris Cotton, who was an incredible comedian who passed away very, very sadly and tragically this year. We've got Akash Singh, 
Tim Dillon. I mean, it's pretty star-studded, in my opinion. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Derek Gaines. Um, Did I miss Derek? I, I, Derek's amazing. Oh, it's all good. I'm just saying there's a lot of comedians. If you're a fan of comedians, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of appearances. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's definitely crap. What was it? I was going to tell you something, but... Um, yeah, it's out, and it's it's definitely uh, – oh, I was texting with Akash last night uh, specifically yeah. about comedians' receptions, and he was saying someone had watched it and, and loved it. And uh, I was like, yeah, I wasn't sure because I took out all the comedy parts, uh, all the funny parts, and I ramped up the love story to an 11. So, I like – All the <laughs> parts. Why? Why I did mean, I do that? Funny. Yeah. Because it wasn't working. I had to. It wasn't. I. I like. It wasn't until I did a savage edit that um, that yeah. it actually worked as a movie. And believe me, I wasn't happy about it. You know, there's an editing. Uh, there's a. It's like there's an editing term called "kill your darlings," and my oh. darlings were all the like the funniest parts, and they. I. The movie didn't work. You know, I literally had to take out. I did a savage edit, and then it finally. It, it's only eighty minutes. You know. I like it. It's succinct. I still think it's funny, but um, I'm curious to see what parts you cut out. You should, when it becomes a huge hit, you can then release like extended version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely, oh, I at least want to look all the funny parts work as, as scenes. So I would like to at least post them on YouTube or whatever as deleted scenes. Cause they're funny and they're good. They just, they just were like, you know, they just weren't moving story together further, and it just it was it was affecting the pace. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I was happy to be a part of it. So, and you were great. Thank you, thank you for well, being. What here. I loved about your set too is like, e you know, each scene had points you needed to hit, but you really let us be free and improv, and that's my favorite. I like when you know what beat you need to hit, but when you can kind of put your own spin into it it it's so much more organic and natural so i just enjoyed the comfort and freedom on the set awesome i'm glad you did i stole that so uh there's a couple direct joe swanberg who made the the show easy on netflix and a movie called drinking buddies and the duplass brothers that's kind of their i kind of stole their style of of that and what ends up happening when you do that is you end up getting better performances in that it's just the actors are just kind of freer and it's, yeah. it's, it's more naturalistic, you know? Are you nervous now that it's out about what kind of heat or traction it's going to get? Or are you just really surrendered to this point? Like it's going to be what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Like what, how are you feeling? Is it like, cause I must be, so vulnerable and self-conscious to put such a work of art that's close to your heart out there. So what does that feel like for you? You know, that's a great question for me. I, I mean, I'm good with it. I like it. Um, I don't think it's, listen, I didn't make, uh, I didn't make the Godfather here, but I think it tells hey, a story. Hey, don't what? shit on timing. Don't no, no, no. But I listen, I think, I think I had limited resources and I think I managed to kind of tell a story that I really liked and that's dear, you know, that, that is near. It's, if you, yeah. if anyone's ever been pursuing something and they've had to make sacrifices towards that and it's the pull of there, I think they can relate to this, to this story. Yeah. And, um, and that story was accomplished and, uh, it's going to be what it's going to be. You know, it's out there. There's nothing I can do with it now. I'm happy that the actors are kind of like I'm hearing feedback or happy with it. Yeah. Like that to me, especially with Mike, who has to continue to operate in the comedian world. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm relieved for my friend. You know, I'm relieved uh -huh. for my friend. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. And for me, it's more it's like it's out there. There'll be people who really like it. There'll be some people. It's not their cup of tea. Uh, that's just every movie, every piece of art. And I'm, I'm kind of on to the next, to be honest. What's the next? Uh, I got a couple different things I'm working on. I got a couple different, uh, I got a couple different, cause now I think I know what I'm doing. You know, I literally had never, you know, I had never directed anything, Kate. I had never, uh, I'd never directed even a short film or like a sketch 
or like you know I kind of bit off more than I could chew and luckily was kind of able to was able to gulp it down and then also I had never edited anything which was its own like like now that I know how to do that it's just seemed it's just like oh okay yeah, yeah. let's go let's go you know the next one's definitely not going to take three years the okay. next one is starring Kate Wolf. He doesn't know it yet. <laughs> this is where you you got the news right now. I'll tell you your next fucking project. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I've been friends for how long? We've we been friends for has it been like ten years now? I guess it's got to be ten years. It's got to be ten years. And yeah. so we have to kind of describe the lantern and the quality of that because so the lantern is a bar slash comedy club in the basement is the comedy club and calling you know, it a comedy club is such a is such a compliment kate that is i mean <laughs> that's what they kind of call themselves now to a degree you know yeah. like yeah 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 but, but i mean it's a de- it's a really good room for comedy, but it's a barking room. So what that means is whoever's really running the show, whether it's them or if they get barkers, you, you bark outside the space trying to get people off the street into the club. So most people coming did not even realize until that second they were entering a comedy show. Yes. Yes. And a lot of those people are drunk or get drunk very quickly. And it's an interesting environment. Like it really works your muscle, your stand up. Oh, oh my gosh. And, and yeah, sorry, keep going. Go on. No, no, go on. I was going to say, and the people that you're barking with or creating the shows with, you get this really tight bond with them, which is how you and I became close friends is through doing those shows and barking. And that's how I became close with Akash. Mike Cannon, Emma Willman, Schultz. Like, I don't want to keep naming. I'm not trying trying to name drop. I'm just saying, like, who was in that crew. For Uh, sure. Yeah. Oh, Blau, Michael Blaustein. You know, we became, yeah, yeah, Khalees Hawkins. She was out there barking. Oh, Oh. you get, you get such a tight bond and it's, and it's for years. Yes. <laughs> it's not like, oh, we did that. Remember that three month internship we all did together? Oh. It was like, we did that for years, you know? Well, Saul and I one time put fake mustaches on ourselves to bark and we were just laughing. I think it was like the brutal oh, winter. We had fake mustaches on. I mean, oh my gosh, it was so, a lot. So I want to, so basically the trick to barking is you got to get that first couple down there uh, to kind of stick because it's just an empty basement, yes. right? So like there's no, you got to get one, like you got to get two people to just, and they, and you got to kind of tell them like, Hey, yeah, there's more people upstairs. I'm bringing them down when the show's starting. Um, and then, and then you got to get the second group of couple, the second couple real quick after that first, because the first couple will leave. Um, they, because they're just in, if they're sitting down there for 15, 20 minutes in a sketchy basement and no one else comes down, they're like, what the F am I doing? I know. So one time, I I don't know if you were there for this night or not. Uh, I, for the first couple down, I got Chris Pine and his girlfriend. No. (laughs) A hundred percent. 100% 100% I got Chris Pine and his girlfriend. I love Chris Pine. That's <laughs> oh, he's crazy. so hot. He's, he's so, so hot. hot. It's unreal. So hot. So hot. And Did he you was with him? Oh, no. No, no. Way <laughs> out of my league. Way out of my league. And he was uh, and he was with the hottest, other hottest human being I've ever seen in my life. In, of in person. Of course. Of course. And and they stayed for the show. I like they like walked into the basement. Yeah, no, it was great, but it was hilarious because it was just like they were that first anchor couple. And I'm like, yeah, there's more so people jealous. upstairs. <laughs> so jealous. And they sat in that basement, that dingy, disgusting basement. Oh my gosh. I, mean, I like Chris Pine even more than I did. I love him in Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot. I mean, talk about another gorgeous human being. I've never met gal in person but she's like ethereal yeah oh yeah yeah. well she's israeli it's like israeli women are just beautiful 
Yeah, I mean some. <laughs> <laughs> Every Israeli woman I've met has been... Uh, has is been Natalie Israeli. Portman Israeli? I believe she is Israeli, yep. She's, uh, well, she was born here, but I think her parents are Israeli. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, that's how I know Alex is through The Lantern. And really, a lot of the comics that you have in timing are from that crew that we really bonded with there. Who the heck is calling me? Oh, hold on. Sorry. I didn't know that I would get phone calls while I'm podcasting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 2020, everybody. Oh, 2020. God. I didn't know that that could Because, ha- you know what? So I had the same old Mac computer forever, and I, I got a newer one. And yeah. I'm not used to this technology. So your phone calls come through your computer and your texts, which is wild for me. It's like always unexpected when my computer starts ringing like a phone. I'm yes. like, what's happening? <laughs> for sure. For sure. Mine mine does the same thing, but I'm, uh, I guess I'm used to it. Yeah, because, I mean, like I said, I had an old Mac that was just dying. Like, I couldn't even go on YouTube anymore with it. Oh, like, my goodness. So, yeah. So, just being able to text through your computer for me is like a whole new world. <laughs> but sorry that like, not, I don't know why I'm apologizing to you. You don't care. Let's talk about, okay. So when, when Anderson and I became friends, you know, yes. we were totally different parts of our healing and spiritual journeys. So I would love for you to talk on what you've come through. I don't want to share because I don't know how much you're comfortable sharing. Well, no, I'm comfortable. It, it's just, it's so funny because, uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. I'm like, you know, Kate and I met, uh, I can summarize it very quick. Uh, Kate and I met probably two years before I got sober and I've been sober for, like, I've been sober for nine years. So that's like, yeah. Yeah. So that's, so uh, thank you. Thank you. So that's, uh, that's pretty much, uh, that I think that summarizes everything <laughs> kind of a 180, uh, mentally and spiritually there, you know, you're, yeah. uh, if you're right near the, if you're right near the edge of when you're going to make that big change, um, things probably aren't going so great emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we both, what I love about our friendship is you know, you were in that place, you know what I mean, with yeah. getting sober and everything. And I, you met me in a really dark sure. place. You know, I was using relationships with men, nothing wrong with the men themselves. It was my relationship to them yep. was, um, you know, it was like my alcohol, you know yep. what I mean? For sure. So For sure. Became friends when we were in totally different places and, and we've really maintained a great friendship as we've gone through our healing journeys. And I mean, you know, so many of my quote unquote secrets. I mean, I say secrets cause I'm not a really secretive person. You're not, a, you're not the most secretive person I know. Okay. I hate when, when my boyfriend siege, he's like, you're just a gaping open hole of no secrets. I'm like, don't you ever use the word gaping ever, like with me, fucker. <laughs> I think you would appreciate if I was less of an open book at times, but like, oh my god. And I am working on on boundaries, but um, yeah. So I think I think you're look working on boundaries uh, is tough, but I mean, even just being aware of it is a huge, is awesome. And that, you know what I mean? Like some, so many people are not have literally zero self-awareness. So it's awesome. Um, it's awesome just to even be like, okay, I should have some better boundaries and then making efforts, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's great. And, and by the way, I mean, listen, the amount of growth you've done in the past 11, it's, it's great. You were also, I, how when we met how you were like pretty freshly divorced i think right yes yeah i mean when you and i met i think i had been divorced for about a year or two that's what i'm saying i mean that's new that's that's new and when we met i was still you know teaching and hadn't quit teaching comedy full-time so i was really in this place of and i'm still finding out who i am i think that's what we all do as humans, it's a continuous journey of exploration, but I was really fresh into 
leaving this career that I felt um, suffocated by, honestly, and then finding this new path that really felt right for me. But yeah, it, we were we were just in totally different spaces and places. And I know I've come a long way. I've come. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's great to see. It's great to see. Oh and my goodness. Touchy with you. Like there were, t- I have a real thing about um, how people give me advice, you know, cause that's a big thing when, when you're trying to heal and clean yourself up, it's so individualized and you always meant well by it, but there were times where you would suggest certain things I do like going to I certain know. And I'd always be like, Hee! like I'd hiss. I know. Um, but but I still appreciated y- you really just always wanted to help and assist. You know what I mean? I'm For people sure. are still learning how to how to be supportive with me because I yeah. love support, but I hate when support feels and I'm not putting you in this category. No, I hate when support it's, feels interventiony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like I have such a reaction of course stuff of course so but once again you never came off like that it was always suggestions from you well I'm glad to hear that and I would also you're not alone dude like no one likes like it always feels intervention-y with anybody (laughs) you know what I mean if it's uh it's uh that and yeah no I I definitely know what you mean I hope you've noticed I'm like all right well that's not gonna work so I can yeah. be supportive and uh, let her ride this out and just be there, <laughs> you know, like that. That's what I loved is like, yeah. you, know, you, you were ultimately coming from the best space when you were giving suggestions, but, um, and, and, and it's not that I completely threw it out. You know, I just ended up listening to what was right for me and my path, totally. uh, but I have noticed separate from me and you and our friendship, there have been some people who, even when they're trying to show quote unquote concern, it feels more invasive or condescending at times than concern. And and that was never you. You, You're, you know what I mean? You never, you were never like, you need to go to this thing. You know what I mean? Like, um, totally. But, I um, mean, look, human beings aren't mental health professionals, so it's like, yeah. you know, they're not trained, you know, so many people are not, you know, whatever. It's, uh, I had so many people telling me I didn't have a drinking problem. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, which is like really a mind fuck when you're like, like, because that's the whole crux of it is like you like don't think you have an issue when you do and then you're finally open to like exploring like hey there might be an issue here and then you have other people saying no that's not your problem it's like well then what the hell is what the, there's some sort of issue here that's hilarious yeah there's so and then one of my friends which is the word he'll he shall remain nameless he told me you're a lot funnier when you drink and it's like wow i'm trying to become a stand-up comedian and I'm quitting drinking, and it's like I'm trying to get funny on stage. Are you really giving me this mind fuck right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, like I just have to choose between like you know sanity and like my career because I'm gonna choose career. Like <laughs> that's it's like that. yeah. I mean, people really often don't know how to be supportive because. that's so funny to give both examples because if someone's pulling you in a direction of you know too much like oh you need this 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 and this it's like you get overwhelmed and if someone pulls you in the other direction like you don't have a problem at all like oh oh, that's detrimental too so i've just found in in all of life you ultimately are the one who knows what's best for you but support and friendship is still necessary but i have found the people that helped me the most were there and they could give their opinion as long as it didn't feel overbearing or overwhelming or invasive. But it's, there aren't a lot of people who could do that, by the way, it's a really delicate balance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's uh, yep. It's, it's, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> what a funny, what but- a funny, Speaking of yeah. being invasive, can I ask you some personal, more personal yeah. questions? Sure. So can we I talk might not about answer them. That's okay. 
Yeah. Am I allowed to talk about your relationship status? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Anderson is single and the the shitty thing is it kind of happened right as quarantine went down. It did. It did. We literally broke up right before COVID became an uh, international plague. You know, it was like, it was like I was seeing these news stories. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, got to keep an eye on this. And then and we break up, and then it becomes COVID, <laughs> which was just like, oh, wow, wow, this is crazy. And we're broken up, and it's like, you know, my my support system. <laughs> it was it was pretty wild. It was pretty. I clean. think the so universe wild. wanted you to like really feel the breakup, not in like a bad way, but it's so easy when you're going through a loss to try yeah. to cover it up, and the universe. And you're not really that kind of person now, anyway. Yeah. But it, the universe kind of stepped in and was like, "No, you're going to have to deal with your feelings here." You know. Uh I'll tell you what, Kate, which is not great, and it's not like I was trying to cover it up, but I still have some, like, just sitting in my feelings to do, uh, to kind of completely process and, and get, you know, I was actually joking with my ex-girlfriend about it, because she kind of did that immediately, but I just had so much work to do, and that yeah. my kid, that it was, and hustling to do, just because of, uh, you know, I was in a, because of, uh, we were talking about how I was in a bit of a tough financial pickle with the, getting yeah. them to be done because someone ripped me off. Um, I was coming out of that still. So I was like in go, I was really, really in go mode and COVID obviously made it harder. And it was just, I, yeah, I really didn't have the time to just kind of like sit on my couch, feel my feelings, you know, curl up in a ball. Like I had to like move. So I actually still have some more to do if I'm being completely honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's beautiful that you can even recognize that, you know, to be so in tune with your emotional process and your system. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't even want to think about life in that way, but honesty is where it's at. So even when you're having difficulty, <laughs> you know, being honest about it, I think is yeah. what shifts and alchemizes the things within. So, yeah. And you're going to feel your feet. Listen. If you don't process it, if you whatever it is, whether it's a Brit, whatever, uh, it's gonna come out in some yeah. way. You True. know, you're gonna deal with it in one way or the other. You know, that's <laughs> a great point. Yes, it's you know trying to bury your feelings oh. works for so long. Amen. Oh, oh, you're gonna pay the piper. You're gonna pay the piper at some point. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and you have paid the piper many oh, times. Oh, man. Oh, man. And when that bill becomes due. Karma's <laughs> <laughs> a bitch. You know what I mean? Oh, like, man. I'd say oh, it for man. myself, who's experienced my own, and for others that, you know, you can't really escape it until you get to a certain place in your spiritual development, really, you know? Yeah. Um, if you're living from a place where you're trying to run from everything and hide from everything, it, the universe has a way of finding you. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. That is great. So let's uh, go back to timing. <laughs> yeah. I'm over the place. Yeah, let's go back to it real quick because I'm curious how how did you know you wanted to cast Mike Cannon for it? Because he, him, and Gracie really, I don't want to say carry the movie because that's not fair totally because a lot of other great people are in it and you yeah. care you're you're both an actor in it and you know the producer director but how did you know that you wanted to go to mike so well one thing i want to say and the other actors did a great job but mike and gracie carried the movie you know to get you from point a to get from a to z of entire listen a mo we're not talking like a six minute thing it's a it's an 82 whatever 84 minute movie um and they get, uh, and by the end, I really do think you're invested in them. And, um, and there's a payoff. Uh, my, my mom sad that they weren't actually together in real life. I was hey, like, you gotta cut that oh, that they're not actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Like, she thought it was sad that they broke up and she's like, are they really together? And I was like, oh, I, well, that's good on their acting skills. Like they are friends in real life. So it's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, like there is a nice friendly bond, but it just shows they're very talented. They are. They are for sure. Uh, so Mike, 
Mike had done a short film that Kyle Fincham had done. Um, and he had like emoted in it. And I was like, oh man, Mike can act like yeah. on a drama level. Yeah. Do you, remember, do you remember that short film? I do actually. And I remember thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was like, man, Mike's a good actor. And when making this movie, you know, of most movies about stand up, the big mistake they make is they'll care, they'll cast an actor and then mm. try and get that actor to do stand up, which it's like, oh, is he going to go train for eight years to go do, to be able to do the stand up? You know, it's yeah. like, you know, you can't just do stand up and um except for the marvelous mrs Maisel, i don't know if you've seen that i haven't is she Cosmic? an actress does she she's do an actress she, maybe okay. she did improv or something though before because she's killer i have okay. to say that. okay fair most enough. of what you're saying is totally right but she pays me fair enough um well that's great that's great i haven't seen it and that's uh that's crazy uh well i take back everything i just said so that's, sorry but, no it's all good so it's it's completely all good but uh mike already having done stand-up and wanting to kind of, you know the movie takes place over seven years you start with him in the first couple of years. He's just kind of doing open mics. His comedy is not good. You're not sitting there being like, oh, this is really good. But as the movie progresses, his comedy picks up and he gets and he gets better and better. Um, and um, and yeah, and he's obviously a real stand. And then he had actually suggested for the 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 lead for like his girlfriend he had suggested taking a look at gracie and i looked at her reel and i really liked it and then i kind of expanded her part a little to tell you the truth oh. uh, yeah and that uh it was it was it was more of a focus on the stand-up uh at first and then i was and then i kind of incorporated that a little bit more and then in the edit that's, you know, obviously there was more stuff that she wasn't in, but then that was kind of the, you know, like we filmed a lot of scenes that, uh, that didn't, that were not really to do with that, that were very funny and good. You know, Brian, uh, uh, Mike's first apartment, there's a lot of funny stuff, like really funny scenes, uh, a lot of funny scenes with you and Akash that were like comedians hanging out, a lot of funny oh, scenes. Send me those. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta put, I, I gotta, I gotta get, I have to gather everything. Um, I have to gather everything. I mean, it's, there's, we filmed a lot of material. Uh, let's tell Akash, because Akash Singh is one of our good friends and one of the funniest humans and good people walking this planet. Great human. Whole I end love later. him. I don't get to talk to him too often, but yeah. God, he's a stand-up dude. He really is. He really is. I used to live with him, and I, I was texting with, you know, if this movie, he, he and I both love romantic comedies. <laughs> and when we were living together, we would literally, like, get pints of ice cream and, like, d do deep deep cuts of the Matthew McConaughey library. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I'm dead serious. I'm dead. That is so cute. I can't handle it. And, uh, and so I was telling out of all, I was like, out of all my, if this wasn't set in stand up, out of all my friends, this would be the movie for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah uh, he does a great job. I had so much fun, like in the scenes where I got to hang out with you, him and Canon, like it was, it was the lantern. It's like what we actually did when we were hanging. So it was really cool getting to do it. Yep. Um, yeah, and thank God it got edited out, but I had to do a freaking kiss scene that gave me so much anxiety. Yes, yes. Kate kissed Mike Cannon, and it was... Without, so, and tongue, without tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm 11 right now. I'm like, we did it in French. <laughs> <We did it. laughs> but I'll say this. It was the sexiest no tongue kiss you've ever seen in your I life you so. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was and and look uh that may be a deleted scene at some point you know i don't know how the world <laughs> i don't know how the, i could deprive the world of seeing this oh uh, like wait <laughs> <laughs> I have to explain why it was like such a funny deal for me but like so when Anderson called me to ask if I'd be in the movie um 
I immediately said yes, but he was like, I have to ask, you know, this one part. And I thought he was going to say, like, I had to show my boobs or something in the movie. So I was preparing for for you to ask that. And then he was like, you're going to have to kiss my... Can I tell you how it happened? I go, 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 yes, I'll be in it. And I go, read the script first. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's how I go, read the script first. (laughs) I got so nervous. I was like... I, that's why I thought it was like a take out my boob scene or something. Cause you were like, read the script first. And I was like, why? Like, why? And then, and then I read the script and it was like, yeah, I had a kiss Mike. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I did have a reaction because Mike and I have an interesting friend history. You know what I mean? And I dated like his best friend for a bit. So yeah, listen. 100%. It was hilarious. Oh my gosh. So I was I was very nervous to of do course. it. You're already to act, you know, you don't want to fuck up the scene or anything. Um and then to to kiss Mike, I I was like my hands were sweaty. I I ha- it was very nerve-wracking for me, but yes, it was a nice it was a nice peck on the lips. <laughs> And it a peck kind of undersells it, you know. It kind of a peck implies your your mouths were closed, and the photo of evidence clearly shows open mouths. So I don't. A peck is a little bit of an undersell. Oh my god! I mean, I was trying to make it look like a good kiss. You know what I mean? I was trying to look like a fucking grandma, but no. I mean, well, the funny part is like. I hate, I can't believe, it's my fault it went here, of course, but, uh, but no, I did say afterwards to Anderson, I was like, what did I say about him? I was like, I think I heard a choir of, a choir of angels sing on me. (laughs) What it was, he had, he had, um, really soft lips and I wasn't (laughs) expecting it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, a brilliant stand-up comedian who's, like, tough, though. Like, he wins battles. He's, like, a strong personality. Yes. Like, when we did have the kiss, he had such soft, kind lips. Yeah. The yin and yang (laughs) of Mike Tanner. It took me back for a second. I wasn't expecting it. He's, like, a New York City roast battle comedian who also loves chapstick. Yes. <laughs> he he puts he vaselines up his lips every night. That's it's just a priority for him. I could feel his sensitivities through the kiss, and it it was jarring. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, yeah, I so mean, funny. as a director, I was like, did their souls just touch? I hate you so much. <laughs> well, my friend Allison, who's a shaman, did a uh, past life thing with me and Mike's friendship and she said we're soul cousins and I honestly believe it like him and I we're not talking really right now but um we have an interesting you know backstory of whatever that connection is to me and to him it's not romantic but you know despite of whatever's going on I actually really believe in him and care about him so it was just funny to have to do that kiss because there was a lot of stuff in that dynamic. And I know at the time my ex and his best friend, Tim was like, what you guys have to kiss like to Mike. Like it was like, I think he was texting him at the time being like, like fucking with him. Like Kate sliding off the seat. She's so wet or something like something gross just to piss off Tim. You know what I mean? So, Oh, that's great. That's so good. There was a lot in that one simple kiss. So thank you, Alex Anderson for orchestrating (laughs) that you evil fucker. It was also look, kill your darlings is an editing term. And that was one of my door. I wanted that kiss in there. I wanted that. That it got edited. (laughs) (laughs) What a disappointment! I mean, look, talk about putting ass in the asses in the seats, you know. know. Well, yeah. Well, I appreciate that you took it out. Um, I'm sure he does too, because he <laughs> doesn't like me right now. But like, um, you sent me a still. You sent me like a snapshot. Yep. 
I um, sent both a snapshot on a on that said "Happy Thanksgiving" on Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> I was taken back. Like I was like, "Wow, I guess there is like it was." <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. done talking about it. Okay. Look, the okay. world. Th this will make it to the internet at some point, so you will see the whole. It's just funny because it's literally like a regular kiss. You know yeah. what I mean? And I guess it's it just it was powerful. I'll probably make it in slow mo and add some righteous I hate brothers. You. I'll add some righteous brothers to the background music. <laughs> you thought for a second we were going to have to redo that scene and make it even more something. I think, or maybe I, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, to be honest, I don't even remember what that was. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what that was what the heck the thing was dude the e editing this thing was just a, i can't even tell you the nightmare that the edit was it was just uh yeah it was just i had also those dan hershon who i hired to edit it did a i just want to be did a fantastic job it just ended up being too big of a project than what i had paid him for so i had to kind of help uh which involved like building a computer and learning how to edit and it was just this big ball of yarn that was all tangled. You know, it was, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, you have that much footage and you have to get, you know, the, the gold out of it. It is not an easy task so at all. Footage. So, I can't even tell you how much footage That's we have. That's what she said. So much footage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I apologize for my personality. <laughs> your, your audience this is why they tune in kate i okay i'm gonna have to say this my boyfriend's not gonna be happy <laughs> oh at that joke no about what i'm about to say uh, okay okay i'm trying to say it actually as best i can um he thinks i sometimes take like things too far like when i say sexual things like i said something to him the other day <laughs> Yeah. about like because I just can't wait I've been celibate for so long you know what I mean and I cannot wait till I'm able to have sex with my boyfriend like yeah. Yeah. you know but sometimes my sex dirty talk goes a little far yes yes <laughs> the other day I guess I won't repeat exactly what I said but I said something pretty filthy to him and he was just like Oh, like it was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the response you want. That's the response yeah. you want. That's, yeah. I was so embarrassed. I was yeah. like saying it like, oh, he's going to think this is a turn on. It had uh, something to do yeah. with uh, his semen. I'll just say oh. it. Oh, wow. And, and wow. he was not appreciative. He was oh. like, what are you, the girl version of Howard Stern? And I was like, well, thanks. Like, I, like, you know, the part of me was like, oh, that's a compliment. Like, Oh man! He did not mean it as a compliment. He was like taken aback by what I said, and you know, so I, can't I, have, imagine how, I have to curb it. <laughs> I can't imagine how dirty this must have been to <laughs> have the guy who's also been celibate for a while, like being like, "Oh, oh my god!" Oh, oh. <laughs> that, that is it was more weird. of like a visual artistry. Like I think it's funny. Like I guess. I guess I'm gonna just say what I said. Oh my gosh. But I basically <laughs> I said to him, I can't wait. No, forget it. <laughs> no, I I'd hate I, listen, let's get I I don't think he wants you to say it on a podcast. <laughs> That's my yeah. guess. Only he's like the only one I'd even consider like curbing myself for even a bit. You know what I mean? Like I just trust him so much and have known him for so long because yep. we were best friends in middle school that like if it's grossing him out, it's something I have to look at. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Point. But it was embarrassing. Like I really, it really was hard. Like I almost started crying because I was like, I don't want my own boyfriend to be like repulsed because i went yeah. too far in an area that i thought was going to be sexy yeah. like yeah. i just yeah uh, you know but i'll, I'll say this was very Christian. okay oh, kind of like you in a sense but yeah. you're catholic i'm catholic yep so i think sometimes that part of him's there where he's like oh my god yep yep his uh his no dancing no smoking background kicks in yeah <laughs> that's great well, kind of like in, like 
just in the sense of, you know, religion was really poured down his... Totally. Listen, it gets, it gets, it soaks into your psyche. Believe me, I get it. Yeah, uh, so the harlot you, Jewish girl again. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. It is one of the universe's cruelest jokes that you were celibate for this long and now have this guy that's great and you can't, uh, yeah, and you can't not be celibate. It's, it's mind boggling. It's very painful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, wow, the universe is nuts. I can't even kiss him yet. You know what I mean? So yep. Yep. It's, it's brutal. And yet it's really allowed him and I to fully bond emotionally and intellectually. Well, that's, look, look, you're, that's the bet you're putting down some real roots, you know, and you're building that, uh, you're building that basement, you know, like yeah. if you're building a house, you got to get that ground floor, you know, that base, that sturdy foundation, you know? Yes. yes. And I tell him everything. So it's also allowed me time to really, and for him to let me know things. Like we tell, we both tell each other everything. He, he tells me stories from his past where I'm like, you didn't have to share that. That made me jealous. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, thanks, honey. Yeah. Um, but, but no, I like it in a sense because before we actually enter that space, because sex to me is very sacred, which is why I've been celibate for so long. Yeah. Um, and I bond very quickly when that happens. So I'm glad that we will have that foundation for when it does happen. I'm just going to feel safe and seen. And I mean, what we're going through of, of me trying to get him out of the asylum, um, it, it's so bonding. Like, you know, and we talk about it all the time. It's like you're in a pressure cooker, you know what I yeah. mean? And oh, yeah. we just have each other's backs so yep. hard that by the time he gets out, our trust and faith in each other, I think is, isn't going to be something, you know what I mean? Like, I, like we, we both saved each other's lives, you oh, know? Yeah. So that won't go forgotten, at least on my end. I can't speak for him, but I will always be thankful because when I found him in there, I wasn't doing very great. I won't go fully into that, but he, yep. he blew life back into me and I'm forever grateful. And what we're going through is very unique. So I'm hoping when he does get out, we won't have much like bad relationship drama or anything like that. You know what I mean? It would kill me. It would yeah. kill me. I so. mean, look, look, just your stuff's going to come up. And as long as you, you know, yeah. have patience and communicate, you can get through it, you know? Yeah. I'm just grateful I freaking found him. Like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, me too. We celibate forever. <laughs> you know me like i'm a pretty sexual person so being celibate for like four or five years ain't the most fun you no, know it's wild it's wild sucked so yeah. hopefully that's coming to an end i can't wait for you guys to hang out yeah no i can't he, he's you know the bits i've heard he sounds great <laughs> oh i told him you're team siege i passed team siege, team siege. That Team Siege. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Seems like a funny guy. Yeah. If I were into like doing protests outside the institution, I would, I'm not going to do that, but I would have recruited you. So you're lucky I'm not into that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, uh, as a, as not that type of act, you know, but, uh, yeah. Solar there, actually. It would have been, what? Even, like, what? you could have installed solar. Yes. Yes. I will give them, I'll, I'll make an exchange. I'll give them a good deal. If we can, if we can get a release, I'll give them your card. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Right. My brain is fried today. Uh, from filming all day yesterday. And like, I, I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep last night. I didn't sleep the night before that very much. So I'm like, my brain's like, I'm talking about every single thing. I like told myself not to talk about. <laughs> Yes, yes. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But I also think it was fine. You know? Yeah, whatever. Well, you're, you've always been so supportive of me speaking my truth and vice versa. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm supportive of everyone doing that. I think it's good. I think you got to live your most authentic self. And uh, when people aren't, that's when some issues come up, you know? Preach. 
Preach. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Everyone in society, and we will all be better off. I really agree. The fake homies don't have oh. a place in my life. No. No. Definitely. So I guess let's let's wrap it up. It's almost 50 minutes, and yeah. rain is kind of broken today. Okay. Uh, so where can before they where can they find you? Where can they find timing the movie? And and be specific because they're I when will you be very timing specific. into Amazon Prime. Two timings. I know. So, so let people know where they can find it. uh, it, It's hilarious that we're not the first timing that comes up, and it's some short film that got released like two months before ours. (laughs) So annoying. It's so. It's like what? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, So, timing can be found on Amazon Prime in the United States and the UK. It's if you search Mike, uh, if you search timing and either Alex Anderson or Mike Cannon, uh, it will pop up. It will have a picture of two people looking the poster, uh, two people looking like they're about to kiss that pops up. Um, and it's a movie versus a short film. So definitely that if you live outside the U.S. and the U.K. and you would like to see it, uh, you can go to timing movie.com. Uh, put your email in and you will get mailed a Vimeo screener and the password. So yeah. that, yeah, yep. So that is another way. So timing-movie.com, uh, enter your email and you will get a screener. And yeah, you can follow me on all platforms. Please do my, uh, it's, I'm actually finally kind of building up a little bit and it's going, but uh, Alex Anderson TV on Twitter, yeah. Instagram. Um, yeah. That's that's what's happening. And uh, timing is such a great name for it because it goes into so many different meanings. You know, the perfect yeah. timing things. And oh, yeah, I, it it definitely explores you know the timing of comedy, the timing of uh, relationships in life. It's it's definitely exploring those themes. If you like movies with a love story, uh, if or if you like if you're interested in the early years of a stand up comedian. Uh, definitely check out timing and the feedback I've been getting from comedians has been the most realistic depiction. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I said, ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other comedians, are, it's the most, you know, other comedians have been saying, yeah, very kind to that. And, uh, it's been getting great feedback from actual comedians. So that definitely says something, you yes. know, and even non-comedians friends I know have loved it. Who've seen it. So that's great. That's great. Watch it on Prime and rate it if you could because it helps with the algorithm. And tell your friends because we have no advertising budget. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Pass it along. (laughs) And y'all can find me at the Kate Wolf on Twitter and Instagram if you want a healing. KWolf2Fs27 at gmail.com. And Alex, thanks for coming on and being a friend. Thank you for sure. Thanks for being my friend. Thanks for having me on the podcast. And thanks for being in the movie. You were great. I really, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, much, much appreciated. Yeah, of course. And I hope we do more projects together. Absolutely. We'll figure that out. Yes. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye, Kate.